This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Friday, August 28th, episode 2507, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. As you know, the Hit'em Gang is off this week, so today we thought we would bring you a special musical episode that Glenn and Jamie did with Jared Rogerson back in 2016. They really do love doing musical episodes because it is just a nice break from everyday life. They'll be back live, by the way, on Monday. This month's really bad ads have some great prizes for you provided by horselovers.com. Anyone sending in an ad will be entered to win at the end of the month. First up is the Rambo Protector. It is specifically designed to offer superior protection from both flies and sunlight. Made from unique, patented, and durable self-repairing fabric, this rug offers UV protection and is designed to last many seasons. With 65% UV protection, this sheet also provides needed sun protection during this hot summer. $180 value. Next is the Ovation Fancy Stitched Raised Padded Bridle with Reins. Fine, supple leather with tight, even stitching. Monocrown design alleviates pull pressure. Finished with beeswax for suppleness, but will still take oil. Values at $125. Finally, we have the Perry Sheepskin Shipping Halter. Perry's Sheepskin Shipping Halter is completely covered with stitched-on fleecy natural sheepskin for your horse's complete comfort. Adding to the luxuriousness of this halter, the sheepskin boasts soft, hand-rubbed edges. Espertly crafted in America using top quality premier leather stainless steel hardware, each cut, stitch, and finishing touch is completed by the hands of a small number of local Amish leather workers. To make this plush halter even better, we incorporated a double buckle crown and a convenient snap at the throat. A $200 value. Now, enjoy some Jared Rogerson. I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for July 22nd, episode 1478. This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse world. Yes, what day it is today? Sunday. No, it's Friday. I can't believe it. I just don't believe it. What's going to happen? Thank God it's. With all due respect, sir, I believe this is going to be our finest hour. Thank God it's. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on Horses in the Morning. We appreciate you being here. We're so excited. We haven't done a musical episode in a while. We have a special one today, don't we, Jamie? Yes, we do. I'm so excited. It's a party. That's right. It's a... Now, what do you call them officially in the in the radio world? 
We're going to call this a CD release party. Even though it's already released, it's just being released to all of our listeners now. That's right. So really, this is the only release party that counts, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Now, I assume, well, let's tell everybody we're going to have Jared Rogerson on with us. This is his third time. This is the only musician that's been on with us for musical episode three times. That's because I only found him after his second album. Otherwise, we did done a CD release party for his first one. <laughs> Four times. Well, the <laughs> last musical episode with us has been a while, though. It's been since April 19th of 2013. And that's because he's been lazy and not working on new songs at all. Was it 13 or 14? It was 13. Yeah. It's, it's been a while since his last... Uh, we'll talk to him about why he's been so delinquent, too, coming up. But uh, first, you worked in radio for a long time in Atlanta. You must have been to some release parties over the years. I don't know what you're talking about, Glenn. <laughs> I would never Do have you gone remember to a party. any of them? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. You have different ways that record companies release their albums. Either they bring the artist, you know, if it's like a, a kind of a newer artist. I hear a chicken. Uh, if it's a newer artist, they will come into the conference room. And, oh my gosh, how nerve-wracking is that as a new artist to sit down with your record company and sit with a bunch of suits from a radio station along with all the DJs or whoever. The DJs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Angry DJs. That, they're angry because they're not going back home and going to bed. They actually have to sit in a conference room. Uh, that was me. <laughs> so you either have that kind of release uh, or in, more like an introduction or a big party, depending on what the record company had the money for, you know, and how much they wanted to back it. So I, I've kind of been to both and uh, they're both. I, I actually thought they were really exciting. I, I get excited for the artist. I get excited for the company. I get excited for the radio station. Even the chickens are excited. Even the today. chickens are excited. <laughs> I feel like Jared's on hold right now. Yeah, is that I what, think who that kind, is? It kind of uh, is. Well, let's play this song. I want to hear right. this first song. We'll talk to Jared. This out. Uh, this new CD is called Heaven. And right after this commercial, we're going to play you the title track for Heaven, and then we're going to get to Jared and the chickens. Says it's okay to run him out there You're nine years old Fast as you can go On the back of your gold Palomino In your little blue healers Catching up fast Your big smile makes me laugh You're heaven Heaven in a picture Time stand still Did I forget to mention You're heaven The image of love You're a picture of Heaven Eighteen Your field of dreams Is far away from that college town You go to work You go to school Growing up ain't always cool But on Friday night Fast as you can go Chasing cans at the college rodeo And your old Palomino Heaven in a picture, time stands still. Did 
mention your heaven The image of love You're a picture of heaven Time is a test And life is a cloverleaf In your white dress Don't you forget You'll always be my Little piece of heaven Heaven in a picture Time stands still Did I forget to mention Your heaven Heaven in a picture Time stands still Did I forget to mention Your heaven image of love, yeah, you're a picture of heaven, heaven in a picture of time stands still, did I forget to mention, heaven, the image of love, you're a picture of heaven. That is Heaven, the title track of Jared Rogerson's new album. And for those who haven't heard Jared's, well, you've heard his music before on our show, but if you don't know who he is, many of life's failures lead us to our successes. And I think that Jared is the picture of that. And and not that I'm calling him a failure. He's a failed (laughs) cowboy. You're a failed rodeo cowboy who one day took the worst fall and then decided to go to music. Is that true, Jared? In a nutshell. Yeah. Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, <Failure>. you know. <laughs> there there are no failures, only different different avenues. And and he was a bronc rider and then got hurt, went to school, earned a master's degree. I mean, you're like the most educated cowboy on the planet. Well, uh I'm glad you didn't say the smartest cowboy, though. Maybe most educated. But, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you what. It, I did see an opportunity to escape with my life and chase a different dream, for sure. But look how many it. songs have come out of that uh, whole bronc riding days. You know, I promised myself I wouldn't write so many rodeo songs this time. I tried really hard. But it How'd just that go? sort of happened. <laughs> it didn't go very well. So. Well, your life is definitely an interesting one from being a rodeo cowboy to going to school, getting a master's degree, getting married, having a beautiful child, or is it just one still? We have two. We've got a Jada that was, you know, she's three and a half years old. And then Oakley is about a year and a half. Oh my gosh. He's a little terrorist. He's he's a ball (laughs) of energy for sure. And Glenn, that (laughs) That is why it's... That's why it's taken so long for Jared to release another, another album. album. There it now is. We know. <laughs> <laughs> now you life, had bad. Life happened. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Bad hay in 2010. Peace, love, and horses in 2011. Dirt in 2013. And now this one, the much anticipated and awaited new album called Heaven. Talk to us a little bit about this record. You know, I, I actually had this ready to go, really, about a year in advance. And then, you know, like we like we just said, life happened, and uh, it didn't quite come together. And, and in a way, that was uh, really kind of a blessing, because these songs sort of evolved over another year's time. And uh, I ended up with some new ones on the list, and uh, it's just uh, so much better than it would have been. And I'm really, really excited about it. Um, 
yeah, we went to some places that uh, hadn't gone before on any of these. I stepped up this time and acted as a, as a co-producer, um, along with, uh, once again, I teamed up with Brent Hill. Um, and uh, just uh, it just was a chance for me to help uh, give these songs the vision I had for them. And really, it's a little bit freaky uh, just how similar some of these songs turned out in the studio as they were uh, to what, what I had in my head when I first wrote them. It was really exciting. That's really cool. So heaven is a title track. Now I've been noticing that there is a, a lot of people that really like this song about Wyoming. Talk to us about that song. So that was a song that, uh, there's, there's a really great, uh, singer, singer songwriter here in Pinedo, Wyoming. His name is Jason Tyler Burton. He's originally from Kentucky and he writes, all kinds of folksy Americana type type stuff, and and it, it's really inspired by the mountains, uh, which I love, which you know also inspires a lot of my writing. Well, he uh, he had left on a, on a on a wandering deal all around the country again, like he does. He and his wife, and they ended up in California, and uh, they were missing Wyoming, and uh, he started writing this song. And his wife says, you know, that doesn't sound like something you'd write. That sounds like a Jared Rogerson song. <laughs> so, so he got in touch with me, and, uh, and uh, he was gracious enough to let me uh, sort of uh, make it my own. And, and uh, we liked it so much, we turned it into a, into a duet um, with uh, a friend of mine, Devin Ray. And uh, it's just a really cool song about uh, an old place that I love. It's, it's sort of selfish that way, I guess. Well, let's hear it. This is called Why Wyoming. said it takes an empty landscape to make her heart full black coffee is the only drug she needs and she said hard lessons are the lessons that she keeps like how the end of your rope is the best time I asked her where And she said Where the wind blows wild I asked her how And she said However we can I asked her what She said Whatever makes us happy I asked her why And she said why you said goodbye is the word he hates the most but he's learned to trust the leadings of his heart he said the smooth walk of his horse is the speed he needs to go 
So you might as well ride it slow I asked him where He said where the wind blows wild I asked him how He said however we can I asked him what He said whatever makes us happy Compliment each other very well. I mean, some duets just don't work. You're, that really worked. Oh, great! That's uh, that's good news. Uh, I sure I sure like to, to hear what she sings. Now, the instrumentals on that were a little different for you and kind of eerie. Very, almost. yeah, very Garth Brooks esque. You know, when, oh, when I when I hear that, it just puts me on top of some mountain peak somewhere. <laughs> you know, and the sun's going down and the winds, you know, breezing by. Uh, I'm there. Yeah. I think uh, that worked. Yeah, that it song. really did. It really did compliment both of you. It's just, a, it's just, a, and it's a little tiny bit different for you uh, with the instrumentals the way they were. And it's totally me, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, now, now you're uh, you're getting a, a, a deeper glimpse, at Jared Rogerson, I guess. Well, well, now this also, you know, the whole time I was thinking about that, I was thinking, and we'll remind people who haven't heard our previous episodes before, what you do for a a real job and and a living, and it really did play off of that. So are you still working, was it for the Forest Service? Uh, It's the the Game and Fish Department, not Fish and Game. We say it backwards here. Okay. uh, (laughs) Yeah. And I do uh, research on elk 
up in the mountains uh, for various reasons and diseases and different things. And so that takes me all over the uh, the Wind River mountain range, which is, is just a big, beautiful pile of rocks. It's really, really rugged terrain and uh, uh, lakes all over it. I go on pack trips in the mountains um, to, to re- retrieve uh, radio collars from elk and, and collect data and all kinds of different things. Uh, and it's just, it's a beautiful, you have a, a, just a great excuse to go places that you would never have any other reason to go and see so much that uh, no one gets to see. And it's, it's uh, just spectacular. I love, I love, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, how exactly does one retrieve a radio collar? Here, kitty, 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 kitty. I mean, what do you do? Like, <laughs> so they're, they're programmed to fall off at certain times. Really? And, uh, and that's how you get the data, all the, the, the data, which, you know, will tell you exactly where that elk has been for an entire year is all on the little box on this collar that it's wearing and it's programmed to fall off. And then it, it gives off a radio signal like a beacon and you've got this little antenna and you just go out and the, the, the closer you are, the louder it gets. Basically it's kind of a glorified Easter egg hunt. It's like geocaching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Radio callers. Okay, that's cool. I didn't know about that. Yeah, that is Sorry. pretty cool. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. And are you riding in? You're obviously packing in. Are you use, do you use your own horses, or are these horses provided by, by the service? I, I use my own horses. That's what they prefer, and that's certainly what I prefer. And, uh, yeah, I, I've got uh, got a great set of horses right now that I, that I get a ride. I, I go in and... Uh, I'll, I'll usually have at least one pack horse with me. So I, I throw a, a cross buck uh, on the horse with, uh, you know, panniers and throw my gear in and my equipment and uh, lash it down. In, in fact, I, I, a lot of guys will argue about this, but I, I always tie with a double diamond hitch when I, I lash the load down on a pack horse. And uh, a lot of guys will, will say, man, that's just a lot of work. You know, the, the lash rope forms the shape of a diamond on each side of the pack. And it looks really cool, but they're like, why, why do you do that? There's so many other knots that you tie a lot quicker. And, and I say, well, I run into any girls on the trail. They like diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> and, and should that lead us to our next song <laughs> called She Likes it, it Diamonds? Should, <laughs> it should because, and actually I was, I was told that many years ago by a, a feller who taught me that hit. She was a, you know, a little older than me and a heck of a lot wiser. The only thing is, as I've gotten older myself and, and, and maybe a little bit wiser, I have come to find that those girls on the trail are pretty tough and they are <laughs> quite capable of tying their own diamonds. <laughs> I love it. Let's hear She Likes Diamonds. She has no use for emerald or pearl That ruby necklace don't rock her world Up on the mountain there's no denying she likes diamonds With the last rope and a buckskin mare those stones appear out of thin air The only knot she feels like tying is a hitch 
of diamonds There's no king of hearts in a handful of clubs And a full house ain't what she's dreaming of The hand she plays is all about timing and a pair of diamonds Rope in a buckskin mare Those stones appear out of thin air The only knot she feels like Tying is a hitch of diamonds She likes diamonds, trail by the break of dawn She's been holding her breath so long When the light fades She'll keep on riding neath the sky diamonds With the last rope in a buckskin mare Those stones appear out of thin air The only knot She feels like Tying is a hitch With the last rope In a buckskin mare Those stones appear Out of thin air The only knot She feels like Tying is a hitch of diamonds. And now we know what that song means. See, I would never have known had you not told that story. Yeah, yeah, now you, now you know. <laughs> I listened to it this morning and I went, I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> I thought you were talking about diamonds. And I was like, what is he doing with diamonds out there? I didn't. I, it, it makes a lot more sense now, Jared. You need it a disclaimer did. with that one. Uh, so. See, but probably most cowboys know what that yeah, is. Yeah. Now, I did hear, Jared, you've now mentioned Palominos and you've mentioned buckskins. What type of horses are you riding in this rugged terrain into the mountains? Uh, I ride Missouri Fox Trotters mostly. That's my become my horse of choice over the last uh, 10 years, I guess. No kidding. And, uh, From Bronx to Missouri Fox Trotters. you got to be kidding me. Yeah, yeah, don't don't say it out loud. Because um, <laughs> for some reason, there's this uh, sort of stigma for cowboys riding gated horses, but I'll tell you what, they, them guys sure are missing out. And you know what? Uh, Your ass appreciates it after about three days in the woods, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I just I just like being able to, to cover so much ground, you know? They say, they say something like, uh, well, I like to go slow because I like to see a lot of stuff. I'm like, I think I see a lot more than you do in a day. (laughs) (laughs) We see a lot more. (laughs) And so training wise, how do you, how do you, is it just you and a pack horse and your riding horse going into the, to the woods? 
Yeah, yeah. Usually just me and, and one pack horse, or sometimes I have another pack horse tied onto that pack horse. Um, yeah, or else sometimes I'll have, have other people with me as well. When you, so, like, do you have a little Missouri Fox trotting pony for the kids that, like, I, they go I, with you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't yet, no. No, we've just been doing a little little uh, rides around the house with, with them so far. So, how, how do you do camp? Uh, you know, we talk a lot to, we, have, we do an endurance episode here once a month, and we've talked packing and camping, and everybody always is having discussions on whether the ground tie the horses or to high tie the horses, things like that. So how do you do camp when you're out there by yourself? Yeah, so, so I go out, and when it's, uh, you know, I let the horses graze, I usually hobble them, and uh, that works just fine. I don't typically have any horses that take off. If I do, I'll tie a, a picket line to a horse where you just wrap the, you've got a, basically one hobble around, around one front leg. Looks like it could, could totally be a wreck, but it, it somehow it works out. And then, uh, and then when I put them up overnight, I tie up all the horses and I put them on the high line. Ah, okay. And uh, I, from what I've seen, that's when guys lose their horses <laughs> or girls. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they lose them when they're sleeping, and I've never wanted to leave them out at night. So I always highlight every horse I have, and uh, it works great. Now, do you, so feeding them on the trail like that out for, for days at a time, it, is it grazing, or do you, do you pack food, or is it all grazing at that point? Uh, it depends on the time of the year. In the summer, when there's uh, plenty of grass on the mountain, it's all grazing. Early in the spring, when there's still a bunch of snow around and not much grass, or late in the fall, when it starts to snow a bunch, I'll pack in um, pellets to feed them. And, uh, you know, don't use it if I don't have to. So, well, And uh, a lot of times I just try to pack in some grain or some sort of supplement to to help boost their energy and uh, build their muscles while they're out there as well. What are you packing in for you? I don't need much. (laughs) 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 I I mean, I just have a, 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 they call them a cowboy bedroll, which is just this canvas, old canvas bedroll, like I guess they had back in the day. And I throw my sleeping bag in there, roll it up. It's completely waterproof. And I'll throw that on the very top of the pack horse as sort of a top pack and uh i can sleep right under the stars in that it can rain and everything and uh, i'm totally dry it's uh, self-contained and uh you know i don't really take a lot of food i, I pack really light and, and honestly there's so many lakes up there and i i enjoy eating fish and uh, you got to eat so I'll, I'll usually go catch a fish for dinner and cook it up right there and uh Every you know. girl in the audience is now just melting, Jared. You're making me sick here. I'm just telling you, they're all yes. these horse girls are melting right now. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, that, that, uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that's super romantic. Oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, Jared. Now, now, Jared, I got to ask you, I got to get back to something you said earlier, and that's these tough women you're finding in the mountains. Where exactly are they coming from, and who are they? <laughs> I was thinking that, too. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. In, uh, out pretty much, uh, it seems like all over out west, there's two seasons. You may have heard this before, but uh, there's, or there's winter. And there's intern season, which means, you know, the BLM or the Forest Service or these different ages hire these usually young, really pretty girls from all over the country to come work there for the summer. <laughs> so, 
and in fact, that's actually how I met my wife. Oh my um, God, she was an intern. She <laughs> yeah, married an intern. Yeah. She, she, she uh, was a forest technician for the uh, the BLM. I met her two weeks before she was supposed to go home, and she never went back. Uh, so, oh which gosh, uh, stole her? There's there's a song there too, Glenn. Um, which that's that? This uh, this us or bust song is uh, kind of a kind of a based on that. Uh, also, a, probably a different song for me as well. Uh, went a different direction, and this is one of those songs that's a little creepy how similar this turned out to, to what I had in my head. Well, let's listen. She landed that summer job that brought her way out here. She was kind of pretty. And she was kind of crazy Well, fate paired us together all alone And she had no fear for that kind of girl Didn't know I wasn't ready And she'd say, come on, what could go wrong Like some carefree gypsy dancer And we'd learn to count on each other Cause she knew the answer We got bugged on We got drug around Yeah, we had a lot of luck Getting stuck outside town I was scared as hell Hope she could not tell Cause we picked each other up Every time we fell It's a soul bust Hot July night, bright shiny sky And cool clear mountain lake She said I'm jumping in it Well do you got it in ya She was bare so I dared to leap right off that bank It was the girl Lost in a billion stars Making love and making waves Come sun up It was back to earth Like how long renegades We got bugged on We got drug around Yeah, we had a lot of luck Getting stuck outside town It was sweet as hell Swore we would not tell September came, realized I was in love Felt like a king in a crown of dust When she said it's a soul bust Of danger, I still see her wicked smile. I close my eyes once in a while. We mile. We got bugged off, we got drug around. Yeah, we 
had a lot of luck getting stuck outside town. And I was scared as hell, hopes you could not tell. Cause we picked each other up every time we fell. Now, speaking of that beautiful wife of yours, how on earth does she tolerate you being gone all the time? I guess she kind of knew she signed up for it, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be getting her out uh, in the mountains with me here pretty soon. She sure misses uh, doing that. She hasn't been able to do that much. But uh, now, do you bring the kids yeah, along? You know, uh, we, we're trying to figure out how to do all that right now. We're kind of, you know, at a. Is it a required to have a child seat uh, with a horse pack? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe she can just wear them, and I can wear one on my back or something. <laughs> Well, I want to ask you a little bit. You talked about who helped you produce this is Brent Hill. Brent has been on one of our musical episodes, and we play his music all the time as well. And now now that I'm thinking about it, I really see a correlation there, and I see why you two work so well together, because he truly is a cowboy storyteller as well. But you had a lot of other people involved in the making of this album. Your credits are pretty long on this one. Was this more involved with other people than your others or have you always done this level of you know collaboration honestly um this may surprise you i think this was actually less involved than uh my last uh, couple previous albums uh we just had these tracks uh, a little more stripped down a little more raw a little edgier and it just uh it, it was a little bit less involved um but still a lot of, a lot of great musicians on the, uh, on these tracks. Uh, some guys I've worked with before, some I haven't. And you play acoustic, uh, uh, acoustic, acoustic guitar, right? Yeah. Yeah. I played, uh, played guitar on, uh, almost, almost every track on this, uh, this album. So, so Jared, what do you think is your favorite song on this album? We got 12 to 12 to choose from. Yeah, that's <laughs> which child is your favorite child? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel about it. <laughs> um, there there's so many favorites on there, Jamie. Uh you know, I, I do love them all. Each one has a special place in my heart. One one song on there that was is uh, sort of extra special, I guess, is a tribute song to uh, a hero of mine from from Wyoming, uh Courtney Skinner. He uh He's a guy that I, I met when I first came here. He's he's uh, quite a bit older than me and a lot wiser. He's been all over the world doing different things. He and his brothers were the Skinner brothers were inducted into the Wyoming Sports Hall of Fame a few years back, which I went to. Courtney led an expedition, uh, Cowboys on Everest. Uh, back when they were first getting their start, they were the first guys to ever ride their horses over this uh, mountain pass called Indian Pass. You got to ride your horses over glaciers. Uh, no no white man had ever done that before. Uh, just a legend and he's really, really inspired me. And I was, I thought it was time that I, uh, I wrote a song about him and his brothers and, uh, 
Band of Brothers is, is a song that has a real, real special place in my heart. jagged mountain I have climbed and I have seen the mark they left behind equinon glaciers over Indian Pass probably the last to ever try it they were six brave sons of Clem he must have been so proud of them Redeemed through the gospel of survival That they'd preach from merciless mountain peaks Men ordained by Mother Nature There will never be a bond as strong as the band of brothers. The next 30 years, then 20 more, they conquered the world. From the burnt lake shores to way of life, not a game, no way to tame. The hunger to explore To be lost was nothing to fret It's just a place they hadn't named yet Redeemed through the gospel of survival That they'd preach from merciless mountains Question why they did it, they didn't try to explain Lest you bend to hell in winter, you wouldn't get it anyway to guide this expedition called life like mountaineers we are one team Courtney's dream can be yours and mine to become more than our best just like the cowboys on Everest redeemed through the gospel Mountain peaks Men ordained by Mother Nature 
willing to die for each other. There will never be a bond as strong as the band of brothers. Jared, I think that's one of my favorite ones, and I'll tell you why. I have three brothers, and the, just the correlation of of the meaning of the song and what they did, and really isn't uh, all of our lives are a climb up Mount Everest, and you got the peaks and the valleys, and you try and avoid the thousand foot drops, and you know sometimes it goes well, and sometimes it doesn't, and it just that kind of meant a lot to me because of that. There's definitely a lot of take home uh, lessons in there. I think, yeah based on the stuff that those guys did that we can all apply to our own lives for sure. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we got one more song. We'll play a song out because I got to ask you about it. And also, it is our year of the listener here, Jared. We're interviewing hundreds of our listeners this year. And we are asking them all a series of what we're calling rapid fire questions. And we would love to ask you those same questions when we get back from this break. Her life was falling apart around her. But when she saw his sweet face and heard the low knicker, the pain eased. She stood in the stall for some time, running a brush over his sleek coat, down his powerful muscles and over his tight, cool tendons. He cocked his back leg, waiting patiently. She scratched his favorite spot and was rewarded with a crinkled smile and outstretched neck. The stress flowed from her body, and she knew with him in her life, she would make it through. This love story is brought to you by Endure Extra, providing high-fat calories, direct-fed microbials, and natural vitamin E to support optimal condition and performance. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. Well, we're back with Jared Rogerson, and we're having fun playing music off of the, his new CD called Heaven, which you can get on iTunes. Where, where can you get it? Your website, jaredrogerson.com, iTunes, all over the place, right? Basically, wherever you can uh, download music uh, should, should be uh, on Pandora soon as well. You know what? I listened to Pandora, and I was really surprised one day when I was kind of searching around for different things and found you on there. So you're one of my, you're one of my channels now on Pandora. All right, crank it up. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Well, uh, we have a series of rapid-fire questions we're asking our listeners this year in our Year of the Listener, and it's been so, so fun for us to get to know our listeners better. And I'm going to ask you those same questions because I think they're wondering too. So the first one is, what's your favorite food? Fish. I, I was going to guess that because you're forced <laughs> to eat it so often. Um, your least favorite food? Clam chowder. Oh, I'm with you on that, especially the white one. Ugh. It's just the smell gets me. Ugh. <laughs> and you like fish, so <laughs> I know, but I don't know about that. Yeah. What What's your biggest equestrian pet peeve? Uh, when you are riding in the mountains with a group of people, you stop to get a drink at a water hole, and the ones that are done first take off up the trail before your horse horse has a chance to drink. Uh, and your horse just wants to follow. Yeah, uh, you you need to hand out little <laughs> flyers with etiquette before you go out with people. Here is my etiquette. This is Jared's trail etiquette. Uh, 
<laughs> a lot of etiquette issues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you have a favorite professional equestrian? Could be a trainer, could be a competitor, whoever. You know, I'll, I'll, I'm really out of the loop in the world as far as the who's who, except for when it comes to rodeo. Yeah. Do you have one there? So, uh, yeah, uh, one of my favorite uh, bronc riders from back in the day was Marvin Garrett, a six-time world champion bareback rider. I believe maybe it was five. Uh, just wild and just just awesome, and I sort of idolized him growing up as I was learning to ride. All right, cool. And uh, if what profession other than yours or horses would well, you know, I would say if if you weren't in horses and music, is there something else that you said? Oh, that would be kind of cool to try at some point. Um, you stumped me there. I think I've pretty much uh, went after everything that I thought was uh, pretty awesome. So. so, all right, well, you're doing what you want to do. <laughs> All right, this is yeah. going to be a tough one for you because you've done so many. What is the most terrifying thing you've ever done, and would you do it again? What is the most terrifying? That you're talking to a bronc rider. I know. <laughs> that's, and that's Glenn, why. he had a kid. I he know, did it again. That's why I'm wondering <laughs> what, what, what it would be for you. Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. That, that, that was probably the most terrifying thing I've ever done is had, had a child. Oh, more than bronc riding? That's worse than bronc riding? <laughs> And he oh, didn't that's even not scary it. at all. <laughs> yeah. And uh, would, would I do it again? Well, we've had two, so we're done. So the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Two more quick ones. If you could have just one superhero power, what would it be? To fly. Yeah, that's been a popular I would answer. I jump off cliffs. And I, I'll tell you what. I've climbed up some of these mountains up here, and it is so hard getting up but it is so much harder getting down. And I always thought, man, if I could just jump and fly home now, that would be so much better. <laughs> but anyways, so that's what I would pick. I would, I would be able to fly. There you go. And do you have a favorite horse, the one you use all the time? Yeah, I do. What's the horse's name? Uh, the horse's name is May, the little gray mare. And I've, I'm sort of in love a little bit. I got her last fall. And she didn't know anything when I got her. She had a, a few issues, but uh, she goes anywhere I point her now, and she's just so smart, and I just love her. Well, this will be an appropriate Aww. question then, and it's the final one. If your horse could speak, but you could only ask May one question, what would you ask? What happened five years ago that made you... <laughs> <laughs> she has this issue with picking up her hind legs, and... uh I would ask her what happened. I think I could guess, but I would really like to know. <laughs> okay. Well, Jared, thank you so much for answering those. We really appreciate it. And I want to end the show today with one of your more bizarre songs on here and find out what the story... Well, I think we kind of know the story behind it. But first, let's talk about how people can buy it again. They go to jaredrogerson.com, iTunes. It's called Heaven. If you search for Jared Rogerson on iTunes, it brings up all of his CDs. If you don't have them, you can go get them all. I think it's nine ninety five on iTunes, right, for the whole album? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And they can get it at your website. Now, will you do signed copies? Will you do actual CDs? Do you do that anymore? I do. So, yeah, they can go on the website if they want to order a physical CD, which is kind of what I always prefer. 
Um, there's a little note there when you buy it, you can have a, a special instructions. And I have people all the time say, could you sign it or sign it to my daughter or something? And I'm always happy to do that. I think it's great. I would love to. Very good. Real quick, before before we do the other one, just talk to me about the album cover. That was one of the questions I wanted to find out. It looks like you're surfing on the surface of the moon. <laughs> yeah, we just wanted to do something a little different this time that sort of reflected the, the different style of some of the music here. And to me, you know, heaven, it might look like the surface of the moon, but it was just those jagged, rocky peaks I was talking about up in the winter range that I love to be around. And that's, for me, that's uh, one place I can find heaven. And uh, again, like Glenn said, what would my superpower be? I'd like to be able to fly. So I was sort of just flying through the rocks. Really, I was jumping off rocks and they were taking my picture. But um, yeah, so we kind of put that together and sort of an abstract color combination. And uh, hopefully that sort of you know, gives you an idea of the kind of stuff you're going to be hearing when you push play. And then we're going to end the show today with uh, what has to be a little bit of of a fun song on here. And you know which one I'm talking about. It's called Ode to Ibuprofen. So (laughs) I assume I know where that comes from, but tell us. Well, I've been accused of not writing enough love songs. (laughs) <laughs> I, thought it was, <laughs> I thought it real fitting to, to write a song about one that is very dear to me. Uh, obviously, uh, I've owed ibuprofen. It has been so funny. I actually wrote this song several years ago, and I, I played it at all my shows. And I've always kind of been a little a little embarrassed about it because it's. I always thought, you know, it's a song about Advil, you know? It doesn't really... <laughs> And so I've never taken it to the studio until in the last few years, I've had several people come up to me after a show that would not buy my CD because that song was not on there. And uh, I loved it. We loved it. We played it last week. I said, if there's one song I'm going to play to tease this album, I wanted to play that one because, (laughs) and and, you know, it's, it's sort of a, a rodeo tune surprise, surprise, just because that's why I need so much Advil. But, it, it is funny because everyone can relate to this in one way or another. Especially horse people. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jared, thank you for joining us again. We really appreciate you being here. Congratulations on the new album. And uh, we'll just let us know when the next one's coming out in, what, six months? <laughs> yeah, yeah, six or seven months. Okay, we'll work on it, <laughs> Jared, Jared, before we go, I, again, I have another question. Why You had a little girl from your hometown that did it. Why have you not been on The Voice yet? <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to get off the air without uh, having you <laughs> nope. ask me that question. Nope. <laughs> I, I don't know, Jamie. I, uh, I've just uh, been going out and uh, playing, playing uh, my concerts around and uh, selling my CDs. And I, I guess I need to, uh, maybe if someone twisted my arm enough and signed me up, I, I would show up. I think that, that was a hint there, yet. Jamie. I think that was a hint. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm already mad because he only tours like in Wyoming and it never comes to Phoenix. We're just a little bit further south. I don't get it. Get in the van. Let's go. Um, but second of all, like I'm contacting your wife today and we're going to put together a voice package and send it over because my gosh, you would just win the whole dang show and you would have to pick Blake. Obviously, he's your coach. I mean, that's a no brainer. You'd win. Come on. 
<laughs> well, I appreciate your enthusiasm for sure, and your. Uh, I I uh, I'm I'm real excited. Uh, hopefully, this new album will lead to some new opportunities as well. Maybe the voice, and uh, we are promoting it uh, harder than we have ever have uh, any other previous album. And so, hopefully, I will get a little farther south, Jamie, to play it as well. And uh, well, I'll, maybe I'll be in your hometown. Well, we appreciate it, Jared, and thank you so much for joining us. You know we're your biggest fans over here at the Horse Radio Network. So, I love you guys. It is always such a pleasure to be on your show. I appreciate you having me, and thanks so much for the airplay. Don't get me wrong, I like a good time Just as much as the next guy But I don't need artificial drills Let me tell you how I Got this black eye The other day I got bucked off I got hung up and drug around a little Ibuprofen turned my frown Upside down I'm talking Ibuprofen will get you through those days Ibuprofen will help you feel your rage Here's to knowing You can feel less broken With just a little Ibuprofen Those Olympians win gold medals Cause they eat fortified cereal But the breakfast of rodeo champions Is fortified at Bill and you can tell if they're really wise Cause they'll grab a bag of ice before they ride And spread it out and put it on from head to toe Makes you ready to go and take some ibuprofen To get you through those days Ibuprofen will help you feel more age Here's to knowing You can feel less broken With just a little Ibuprofen Guaranteed to not cause addiction And you won't even need a prescription No, you won't Ibuprofen will get you through those days Ibuprofen will help you feel your age So here's to knowing You can feel less broken 